0: Does the gospel, does following Jesus make a difference in real life, in the real world? Well, there is one big theological school which says yes, and that is the theological left. everybody, welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart Robb. I am better known as Mike. And this is Conspiracy Commentaries. We're talking about Dallas Willard's The Divine Conspiracy. We are in Chapter 2, Gospels of Sin Management, and a new section here called The Gospel on the Left, and a little tiny subsection, The Gospel as Entirely Social. I'm back in Munich, I'm back in my native territory, well not native, native means born. I wasn't born in this room and I wasn't born in this country, but I'm in the room that I'm used to working in. And uh, it was a good trip to the US, but now I'm back and I'm here. A reminder again for those who haven't signed up for the Sanctus Institute newsletter, it comes out almost monthly and you find it over at sanctus.institute. But today, Um, We're just going to do a short history of liberal or left theology and church practice. This actually excites me, but we don't have a whole lot of time to do it um, in a video like this, and Dallas Willard is going to do it for us. Again, extremely short and probably full of holes, lacks of information, Um, because he only has one, two, three, three paragraphs to sort of get his point across. But here's the idea. There are two kinds of left-ish theology, okay? The first kind, let's call establishment liberalism. Establishment liberalism because it really was quite connected with the establishment in Western society as well is outside of western society it was connected with people of power and businesses it was connected with people with um wealth it was connected um with really the movement of these countries that was in through history and its vision was to transform human existence it had a very um grand vision for human life and really thought that if it Um, invested in these projects and invested in these government um, uh, programs that changes would really happen and the world would really become a better place. Well, um, what happened is then the 20th century and the 20th century, um, the two world wars and this kind of like the West waking up and realizing, hmm, maybe we aren't on the winning side. Maybe we have some serious problems of our own. And that kind of made uh, these churches wake up and sort of think, hmm, maybe um, this sort of dream wasn't really um, worth dreaming. Well, there is another type of theology on the left, which was also around for um, a bit longer than um maybe we assume, but especially in the 60s, you have the rise of what let's call activist leftism or sometimes progressivism. And Dallas describes how in America in the 1960s, um, especially connected with the civil rights movement, the churches on the left, these establishment churches moved over into a activist position, activist leftism, and entered into, the civil rights movement is such a good example, moved into being actively pursuing change through protest movements, through movements that were designed to um, put pressure on the establishment to change its policies, change its way of thinking, change the system which it was, Representing now, Dallas also points out that the the older establishment liberalism actually was a theological movement. In other words, if you read their books and you look at their sermons, um, you will find that theologically they thought quite similar to people like Ryrie and. Um, I don't want to say McIntyre, but um, MacArthur and others on the theological right. They weren't that far off from people like Billy Graham. They believed in reconciliation with God and they were interested in offering that to people. And they had some interest in the afterlife, um, although they had a lot more interest in transforming life here. But in America, um, and this is the story that Dallas is telling. This older liberalism really is extremely hard to find. Um, Establishment churches that are trying to work hand in hand with um, the American government or with people of means or with people of power, Um, not easy to find. Um, I think it can be found, but it's, um, it's not really around. What you still have quite a bit of is this second kind, which I'm calling activist leftism or progressive Christianity, but in an activist sort of form. In Europe, however, things are different. And this is what's really interesting to me. Um, In Europe, you actually still have these uh, establishment liberal churches. They're still working in connection with the government. Now you also have this other kind too. You have this activist leftist kind. Um, But in some of these European countries, there are so many um, churches on the theological left that you have a diversity and you have different groups that actually don't get along all that well. You have sort of establishment liberals and you have sort of activist leftist liberals who are... Yeah, they, they're in the same church, in the same denomination, perhaps in the same country, but they have um, different goals, let's say. And another difference is that for this maybe much more prominent activist version of the left, um, the civil rights movement wasn't the catalyst for um, its sort of rise, at least not in Europe. Um, civil rights movement wasn't so much of a thing here um but very similar themes themes in uh, about gender themes about uh, sexuality um themes about uh ecology dallas actually gives a list of themes that have tended to characterize um this part of the left church he says issues of gender sexual preference ecology speciesism and general correctness and i think there's a few more um In Germany and in other countries, um, one of the slogans for this branch of the church was peace, justice, and integrity of creation. And a lot of these issues, for example, environmental issues, were things that really engaged these churches and got them um, active and involved in protest movements and involved in trying to put pressure on government to sort of change um policy or systems in particular areas of the larger society in which they in which they worked well that's the best i can do for a short history in this short amount of time but dallas is going to and he doesn't in this small section this all is going to be described as a gospel of sin management it's not going to be all that different from the gospel on the theological right on that point and we're going to get into talking about why that is why he thinks about that i'd love to know if there's anybody who has any connection serious connection with the churches on the left um, watching this um, because uh yeah i sometimes just need to know who's out there Thanks for watching here and thanks for subscribing and keeping up with all of these. Um, It helps us um, just get out there and find more people who are excited about these issues in Europe. We will see you next time. Bye.